everybody be cool. You be cool. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Is this a dream? Unfortunately, no one told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. I hope not. The word they'd be wrong. Come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to the BBFC podcast. I'm Joe and today I'm joined by Senior Examiner Craig Lapper. Uh, we're going to be discussing Natural Born Killers, uh, which I'm sure I don't need to tell uh, anyone, but I will anyway, that it's directed by Oliver Stone. And cast includes Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis and Robert Downey Jr. and Tommy Lee Jones. Now this is a listener request from A.B. Copland who asks, Have you done a podcast on the correspondence between the board and Oliver Stone regarding Natural Born Killers? It would be fascinating to hear about what happened at the time. Um, now, this is a film that I have seen a long time ago, and I remember it being controversial at the time, but I don't really remember all that much about it. The BBFC classified it 18 in 1994, and the 2002 video submission carries uh, BBC Insight's strong bloody violence and sexual violence, so it sounds like a fairly uh, complicated classification, I suppose, Craig. So what did the uh, board make of it when it came in in the first time? Yeah, well, it was one of those films that came in with quite a controversial reputation, um, when it arrived here at Soho Square, um, it had already had problems with the MPIA, which are our uh, equivalent in the US. Um, as many listeners will know, there are two adult ratings in the US. One is called NC-17, which means no children under 17 are admitted. And one is called R, which means that um, children under 17 must be accompanied by an adult. Um, in practice, it's very difficult to release a film with an NC-17 rating because a majority of cinemas um, and a lot of the big cinema chains just refuse to show NC-17 films. So it's important for most films to, to, to get an R rating. And in order to get an R rating, about three minutes had to be cut out of Natural Born Killers. It was about 60 individual cuts. So the fact the film had um, caused so many problems with the ratings board in America immediately um, rang alarm bells. Um, also, in the period between the film being rated by the MPIA and coming out in America and it arriving in Britain, there were a number of allegations and insinuations made that the film had inspired copycat killings. It's of course about this um, couple of charismatic anti-heroes, um, Mickey and Mallory, who go on a, a killing spree in, in, in the States. Um, and of course with a number of um, articles appearing in the press alleging that it had inspired real life violence, this created a, 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 an aura of controversy around the film against which backdrop the board had to had to try and reach a decision. Sure. I mean, is this is this is sort of a contemporary of like Crash and I suppose Reservoir Dogs as well, is it? Yeah, well, the, the script for Natural Born Killers was originally written by Quentin Tarantino, who was, uh, who was quite a big thing at the time because this was around the same time as uh, a Pulp Fiction uh, coming out. So he, so he was uh, he was quite a high profile figure at the time. And that added more attention um, to the film. Um, when the board saw the film, um, examiners, I think it's fair to say, were divided in terms of how successful they felt the film was. It's it's clearly intended as some kind of satire of the media and the way the media respond to acts of violence and sensationalise um, real life acts of violence in order to you know sell newspapers and TV programmes. So it is a satire. Um, I think some some examiners felt it was fairly successful in that regard. Some examiners felt 
that it, the film was open to charges potentially of um, not just criticising media sensationalism, but in itself becoming a form of media sensationalism. Uh, but certainly um, the, the, the feeling generally was that it, it was a film about violence um, and, and a film that presented violence in a stylized uh, rather than a realistic manner. So, so the board's conclusion was that it, it should be past 18 uncut. Um, but given all these allegations of uh, real-life uh, murders being, being, being attached to it, a bit like Clockwork Orange, uh, the board felt obliged to investigate those. So um, its classification was held up from the summer of 94 right through to the end of 94, while while the board's director, James Furman, contacted uh, the police and the FBI uh, involved in every single case where allegations had been made um, to, to establish whether there was any any truth in the claims that the film had inspired real-life violence. It was and, very thorough. <laughs> yeah, it was a really thorough, uh, really thorough research into this because the board was was obviously wanted to be able to say that there was there was no uh, no truth to these allegations um, in most cases either the people concerned hadn't seen the film or if they had seen the film they'd been involved in acts of violence before seeing the film so it was it was quite clear uh, that natural born killers wasn't wasn't really responsible for any acts of violence but it was important given the amount of controversy surrounding it, that, that we could establish and demonstrate that uh, before reaching a final classification decision. Sure, sure. I mean, um, interestingly, you mentioned Clock, Clockwork Orange, mm. which obviously many people think was banned by the BBFC, and of course yeah. it wasn't. It was mm -hmm. withdrawn from cinema by Stanley Kubrick. Um, so did the board actually speak to Oliver Stone regarding natural-born killers? Uh, yeah, I mean, we didn't directly need to seek any information from him but um, James Furman the board's director um, was quite an admirer of Oliver Stone's work and did, did take the chance to speak to him while he was over here um, in fact Oliver Stone came into the board and we had a screening of Natural Born Killers after which he did a, a Q&A session for us which was, which was quite interesting um, one of the one of the more interesting aspects of this um, is that Oliver Stone discussed with James Furman the cuts that had been made to the film by the MPAA. Oh. Um, a lot of the cuts were fairly minor, just an odd second here, a second there. But there were some cuts that Oliver Stone felt had changed the meaning of the film. And uh, James Furman said he'd be interested to see the material that had been removed in America uh, obviously, we'd got the American release version for classification. Um, so Oliver Stone arranged for James to take a look at his original cut of the film. Um, and that the, the, there was one sequence in particular, um, a sequence that does feature one of the main characters involved in sexual violence, which James Furman felt would be helpful to have in the film because it would help to undercut this feeling that the two central characters were being promoted in a sympathetic way um, and, and undermine any charges that these charismatic anti-heroes were likely to you know, appeal to the audience. Um, so he did discuss with Warners whether it might be possible to reinstate some of the material cut in America. Um, the distributor was reluctant to do it for the cinema release. Of course, this was back in the days when cinema releases were finished 35mm prints brought over from the States, so it would have been far, far more challenging and difficult than, than it would be today. Um, but when it did come to the video release, 
uh, James again suggested that um, this sequence cut uh, in America should be reinstated for the British version. So ironically, given all the controversy at the time about whether the board was going to pass the film at all, in fact, uh, James Furman was uh, working with Oliver Stone behind the scenes to, to actually make the film in one sequence slightly more violent because he felt it would make it less attractive. Yeah, I mean, it's surprising. I suppose a lot of people think that maybe it's a one-way street when it yeah. comes to, like, classification yeah. and, you know, and censorship and that type of area that it's yeah. only footage being removed. No. But, of course, that's not no, always no, the case. not always the case. And in, in this case, James and Oliver Stone both felt that, um, that, that some of the cuts made in America had harmed the meaning of the film. Uh, and they were keen to make reinstatements, so uh, so so that additional sequence was was eventually put in for the video release. Yeah, that's interesting. So, I mean, what did the public make of it when it actually came out? Because obviously, there'd been so much yeah. care and attention given to it before it was released. Yeah. Um, how did did we receive many complaints? Um, uh, amazingly, I think once once the film came out, people weren't weren't actually that bothered by it and could see that it was it was clearly intended as a satire. They could also see that a lot of the controversial hype there'd been about how many killings the film contained you know there were allegations so many people die on screen and this was this was a new record where in fact not true um a, a lot of it was just uh, hype and sensationalism and, and and the real experience of watching the film was nothing like um the allegations made in america so generally speaking once the film actually came out um a lot of the controversy about its contents died down um Unfortunately, however, when it was coming up for its video release and it had already been classified by by the BBFC 18, as I say, in this version with, with, with one uh, of the MPAA cuts reinstated, um, there was then a shooting incident in, in the UK um, which occurred shortly before the release and this caused new controversy, although it wasn't directly related to the film, about the issue of violence and this meant the whole issue of video violence uh, came to the forefront again, and this led to led to calls for the video release to be stopped. Um, the distributor, I think, was 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 a little nervous about the the, the degree of reaction um, that there was, um, and the suggestions that the film's release should be stopped on video. Um, and they came to the BBFC and asked us whether. In, in the light of current concerns about violence and, and any possible effect of violent videos, whether the board would be prepared to reconsider the decision having, having already passed it 18. Um, the board did say that because we've already classified the film, we, we have no ability to revoke the certificate. Uh, and furthermore, we don't think the certificate should be revoked because we do think it's correctly classified at 18. Um, but of course, there's no obligation on you to release the video if you don't want. Yeah, I mean, it's up to, ultimately exactly. up to the distributor to, to do this, isn't it? Yeah. So, so, so in the end, and again, this is another similarity with Clockwork Orange. Uh, Clockwork Orange had had um, classification problems in America and been cut in America. It had a, an attractive anti-hero, which people were worried about. There were allegations of copycat violence. And then ultimately, as, as people know, um, the distributor of Clockwork Orange shelved the film, although often we, we, we took the flack for it in spite of having passed it uncut. And again, with Natural Born Killers, because of the, um, because of the controversy at the time uh, about violence generally, uh, the distributor took the decision to shelve the video release of Natural Born Killers. So although it had been passed 
uh, by us for video release in 1996. It wasn't. It wasn't, in fact, until the early 2000s uh, that it was finally released. But one of the bizarre consequences of the board having passed it for video release uh, was that the rights had already been sold to television. Um, so that so there was a period from 1996 right through to the early 2000s where you couldn't buy Natural Born Killers on video in this country, but you could watch it on television. That's interesting. So how is it classified now? I mean, obviously, it, it is available on, on DVD, uh, I think, Blu-ray. So Yeah, um, it, um, it did come out on DVD in the early 2000s. It has come out since on Blu-ray. Um, interestingly, Oliver Stone... Uh, had the right uh, to to release his preferred director's cut as well um, separately, um, which he had released in the states. And by the time uh, the company decided to release Natural Born Killers here in the in the standard uh, British release version, another company also had the rights to, to to release the director's cut. So fairly soon after the uh, delayed. Uh, DVD release of the standard version of the film, the director's cut also came in and was classified 18, uncut by the BBFC and that's that's also now available on Blu-ray. Of course that reinstates that sequence that um, Furman and Oliver Stone were interested in, but it also reinstates the all the other cut material uh, that was removed by the MPAA uh, but Natural Born Killers is such a rapidly edited film that the reinstatement of of the material cut by the MPAA uh, doesn't doesn't make much difference to the feel of the film or to its effect overall. It just it just makes it even clearer that um, that, that 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 you're watching a, a satire um, a satire of the rapidly edited MTV style, which uh, uh, which Stone was uh, highlighting at the time. Uh, but it doesn't really add anything in terms of harmful material. Um, it's still an 18 film. It's still quite a violent film, albeit a stylized film. Um, and, and there is that sequence of implied sexual violence. But it's, it's, it's a far less controversial film today. And I think it's a, a, fairly, um, a fairly easy fit at 18 nowadays rather than a particularly upper end film. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's not a film I've seen uh, for a long time, but I mean, I remember the sort of the rapid sort of MTV yeah. style editing yeah. of it. Um, so, yeah, I think I might actually have to have another watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, thanks very much, Craig. Um, it's an interesting look at that film. It's got quite a complicated history. Um, if you would like to um, ask us to talk about a particular film on the podcast, you can do so using the podcast feedback form on, on the podcast page of our website, or you can also email us at podcast at bbfc.co.uk, or you can tweet to us at, at bbfc.